Good morning for the Met Radio Morning Mixtape. I am Donovan LaCroxy and returning to the show, but first time in person, I've got rapper Blue Rivers. How you doing? I'm awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Hope you've uh, had a good day yourself. I know. It's been, well, last time, I think it's been almost four years since I haven't interviewed you because I remembered interviewing you in the pandemic. Yes, I remember that too. That was a fun one. It was quick. It was quick, Maybe like 20, 30 minutes in and out type thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll do it here. I mean, it's not going to be as quick. We're going to get to know you, right? Yeah. (laughs) All right. Now, did you just want to let the new listeners know who are you? Because you are Blue Rivers, right? So So they probably think it's a pop artist, but it's a rapper. Oh, yeah? Does it sound like a pop name? (laughs) So, yeah, uh, my name is Blue Rivers. Uh, I'm a rapper. I'm born and raised in Brampton, Ontario. Um, I've been seriously writing and releasing music since 2019 um and since then i've done a whole bunch of shows i've uh i've opened for jru the damager which was really cool because he was um somebody i used to listen to in my mom's car i used to have his cd so all these years later to share the stage with him was was kind of mind-blowing um and then last year alone you know me and my uh, me and my buddies we performed 15 shows so We've been making our rounds, you know, around uh, around Toronto, some bit in Guelph, in London. Um, played a show in Detroit last year as well. So we are in our raps and doing right. our thing. Yeah. All right. And who were inspirations to you growing up? Who'd you like listening to? Tupac, Biggie, yeah. Nas? So one of my, uh, well, the album that made me fall in love with rap music was Illmatic. Mm-hmm. Uh, by Nas. It was um, on my dad's USB. I just I just picked it up and plugged it in. I had no idea what was going to be on there. And I got lucky that there was great music. So it was my introduction to Nas. It was my introduction to Jay-Z. Um, the Blueprint 3 was on there, an American Gangster. Um, so I love those two. But yeah, by like bar none, easily uh, Illmatic okay. was, was my biggest influence. All right. Is Nas in your top five rappers? So that's the thing with Nas. Like after Illmatic, I was like, this is the perfect album. I don't need anything else. So honestly, I've only really listened to Illmatic and it was written by Nas. Okay. But um, my top five, hmm, can I include myself or no? I mean, I'm asking you from a commercial stance. We'll do indie in a minute, but let's, okay, let's Let's change yeah, yeah. it. I know. Let's do indie first. Okay, we'll say you number one for for others. For others, um, ooh, huge, indie. Huge fan of um, this rapper called uh, Rap Ferreira. Okay, um, formerly known as Milo. Um, another indie guy, uh, Asher Roth. Really good. Three, three more. Oh boy, uh, three more guys. Um, huge Jashay fan. Okay, that's my guy. And then um, one more because you said you said you already said four already. Yeah, yes, I yeah. technically rap for and Milo. They're technically two different yeah. guys. Um, and then one more, one more. one more. So there's an underground rapper named Kill Bill. Okay, Kill Bill. Um, there's one that's really famous, mm-hmm. but then there's another one that's underground. I like the underground. Yeah, yeah. listeners, not the movie and not the Scissor song, <laughs> Kill Bill. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. So what about rappers now? Commercial rappers. Commercial. We said not. Is Nas our number one or is he our five? He might be five and a half. Okay. <laughs> we'll move him to five then. But uh, Illmatic was your favorite. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like oh. artists. This an album. Sometimes they they could be a little bit different, but uh, commercial guys, Tyler the Creator, easily, mm-hmm. um, Mac Miller. Um, oh boy, there's so many rappers. Um, Aesop Rock. 
I know. Who else am I a big fan of? Um, Meek Mill? No, not me. I wish I could grab my Spotify playlist. Okay. Um, Jack Harlow? He's cool. Not on my top five. All who's, right. Who's do I listen Benny to? the Butcher. Oh, uh, West Side Gun. Okay. In the past like two years, he's been like one of my, uh, my one of my top artists. Okay. Um. Oh, Mac Miller. Okay. Yes, yes. Mac Miller. I think, I think he that's did five. say Mac Miller. Yeah. Oh, but I'm confusing Mac Miller and Macklemore. Oh, Macklemore. No, no. <laughs> yeah, I'm confusing. Well, Mac Miller listeners did die a few years ago of an overdose. Yes, unfortunately. Yes. That I remember exactly where I was when that happened i was driving my friend home and she checks twitter she's like yo mac miller just died and we were literally listening to him so that was that was a big deal for me um but yeah his his um album faces mm-hmm. i think that came out when i was in grade nine or grade ten that thing album carried me through like up to now it, mm-hmm. it just carries me through um all of my hard times, all of my easy times, the fun times. Like that is just the pinnacle of of Mac Miller as a pure rapper, in my opinion. Because uh, before that, you know, when he was dropping Blue Slide Park and all those, he was still a little bit more more young and kind of carefree and whimsical, or a little even like cheesy or corny at times. But he was rapping his his um his butt off. But it was it wasn't that like serious. But Faces came out. He was like a little bit older, a little bit more mature, going through some harder times, and so just. Hearing him rap like crazy on like more serious subject matters was really was really important for me at that time. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. And listeners again that don't know Mac Lamore. Mac Miller. Mac Miller. <laughs> not Mac Lamore. No, not Gosh. Mac Lamore. <laughs> I'm confusing those two. Uh he died a few years ago. I think he died four years ago. I think it was two thousand twenty or twenty one. Yeah. One of those years. I think it was more twenty twenty he died. So yeah. R.I.P. Yeah, rest in peace. So can your music give the same vibe as, you know, a Miller? Hmm. I've definitely been um, influenced by him. Funnily enough, actually, one of the lines on my newest album, Peace Party, is a direct, like, call out to Mac Miller. Um, he says something along along the lines of writing on writer's block. And that's also how I start my song off, too. So, you know, like just trying to, to push through the hard times and like I need to write these songs because my brain really wants me to, but I'm having a bit of trouble. So it's like, you know, just forcing myself through, you know, writing on writer's block. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And the recent project that dropped, talk about all these beautiful songs because I listened you. to the whole Thank you. album. It kind of reminded me of a Tyler the Creator vibe, oh, like a, Brent, Boy, yeah. a Brent Fayez vibe. Vibe. What do you say to that? I appreciate it. Tyler's awesome. So to be uh, to be mentioned the same breath as uh, an artist of his caliber, uh, thank you. Yeah, I, I really love that. Um, and Brent, I, I know you weren't a fan of. But... Not that I'm not a fan of. I just haven't listened to him, but I'm sure he's awesome too. Okay, I trust you. Okay. <laughs> I trust you. <laughs> so the project. Let's yeah. talk about it. Yes, Peace Party. So that album. Oh man, we. I actually finished that maybe a year or two ago um, with my friend James Weaver. Um, he's awesome. He is a drummer actually in a couple bands. Um, and he does hip hop. I don't, I don't want to say on the side, but it's like another facet of his expertise. Um, so when I linked up with him, um, it was his first time producing, um, you know, a hip hop album um, for another artist. He's dropped some beat tapes in the past, but this was his first time working um, with a vocalist uh, full time. So um, that was really cool. It took us a, a while to like really mend and connect. But once we started to understand each other's workflow, each other's vibes, um, the project really started to come together really quickly. Um, so the process was pretty cool because I'd go over to his house, you know, whether it's after work or early in the morning, and we would make beats for a couple hours. 
I would write a little bit at his house, but then I would go home. And then like over the course of a couple of weeks, I would send him in um, some lyrics, send him in some ideas, come back to his house, record a little bit, then go back home. And it was, we were just constantly bouncing ideas off of each other um, until one day we had everything finalized. And I was like, hey man, I'm coming over. We're recording everything. And we spent eight hours, like, I think we had a cup of tea, <laughs> a cup of tea. And we just wrapped and produced for eight hours straight and tidied up the album. All right. Um, yeah, it was it was pretty cool. I, I haven't really done uh, anything like that before. So I think about it often because it was just so cool. You know? All right. Is it important to have bars being a rapper or can you use a ghost writer? <laughs> I mean, some people are better performers than they are um, writers. And I think both are equally important. Mm -hmm. But um, I, I just don't think anybody should um, kind of discount how anybody else operates. Because okay. at the end of the day, like if, if what you're doing influences people and makes people have a better day or you know makes people think about something then i mean all the power to you all right you know? no ghost writing on i don't ghost write, though no. okay I, I i write all my stuff i i uh perform all my own stuff but you know somebody else does it whatever okay <laughs> so to the young people you know young people get bored so quick right mm -hmm. um what's your favorite song on this project oh boy um so there's a couple for me, and it's a hard question to answer sometimes because for me, I'm kind of addicted to creating. So a lot of the time, like the story behind the song, the story behind that beat, like makes it my favorite. Um, so for me, it would probably be Move Free um, or Run. I love, oh, uh, I love Move Free because uh, like I was saying earlier, that's my friend Jashay on it. And um, he is such an incredible person. And so just being able to, um, you know, share a song with him, you know, be able to go on stage with him and, and perform. It's um, it, it's just a really heartwarming experience. Um, he in high school, we used to play football together and he was the type of guy that I could always rely on and always depend on. So just being able to, you know, have that relationship outside of sports and kind of just frame it like we're playing a new sport together it's less physical but now we're like doing mental gymnastics together whatever you want to call it um it's 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 beautiful to me and, and that kind of makes that's why it's my favorite okay you know? so one between those two you just mm -hmm. pointed out which one is your favorite that one with just or yeah. the other one uh it's gonna be move free for me okay all right, not run, 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 run. <laughs> it's close, it's close. <laughs> I liked run, run, run. Thank you, thank you. It's my favorite. Oh, nice, 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 nice. <laughs> you know, I've had a couple people reach out and tell me that that was their favorite as well. Okay. Um, yeah. So can we push run, run, run to these young people? Sure. Okay. Sounds good to me. What do you want to tell these young people? Because again, they get bored of music. They're looking for something yeah. fast, quick, that they got. You know, like they're going to McDonald's and they Just want throw that. throw it in. Throw it in, yeah. eat it. After that, I digested the music. Is that what you want to push? Yeah, we can do We can do run for sure, yeah. Okay. That, well, I mean, I mean, it's not up to me. It's up to the young <laughs> people what they want. I mean, if you think they like the other single with Jashay, we can do that too, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, I want to play um, Move Free. Okay. Yeah. That's okay. And Jashay, shout out. Shout out you've to Jashay, been, You've yeah. been here before, Jashay. Yeah. been here quite a few times, so shout out. <laughs> um, yeah. So what do you want to say to the young people? If they're listening to your music, what do you want to tell them? Uh, I want I want people to um, always do what feels right. Always um, trust yourself, um, especially with this music thing. When I started, a lot of people thought it was weird. A lot of people didn't like it. They thought it was just something that I would get over eventually. But just focus on yourself. Do what you like and, uh, and make sure you have fun. 
Mm-hmm. If you're not having fun, there's no point. Okay. Okay. Now, is there more topics you want to cover in a next project that you have not got to explore yet? Because I do see you getting in touch with your emotions in the music. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, actually, um, my next album that I'm working on um, with my boy Sawan, it's called I Wish I Didn't Have to Sleep. Touched on love a lot, which I haven't really touched a lot um, throughout my music. Um, there's a couple of songs on this project that um, I touch on love with, and that was just because they kind of started around the same era. So I was kind of in a similar mind state, but one is a lot more melodic and singing. The other one is more you know, focused on, on like the more hip hop side of things. So yeah, man, that, that whole album is really deeping, uh, diving deeper into, into, into love and, mm-hmm. you know, softer emotions for sure. What's it like when you're vulnerable in your music and a rapper's talking about love? Hmm. Sometimes it's very scary, especially when you think about a lot of, you know, the older rap stuff, there wasn't a lot of uh, talking about emotions like that, but now as you know, things progress and, you know, people just okay with people being more open especially within their artists um it's it's been getting easier you know and it's not something that i'm lying about either so it's it's for me it's always easier to tell the truth um especially in my music so it's becoming more natural and i think people want to hear that and want to enjoy that and want to relate on things other than how cool we are sometimes right but don't you have to give them what they want sometimes in the music or not necessarily i think if people really like you and really support you they want what you want because you know they're they're here for the ride with you so so if you want to talk about drugs all day is that okay I'm not saying you are, but Mm. for example, if there is a person's niche that talks about drugs all day, is that okay in the music? Yeah, I mean, people already do it. So, yeah, I mean, there's going to be a market for everything and a niche for everybody. Um, You know, some might be really small, some might be really big, um, but you can do it if you want to. (laughs) Doesn't hurt me, doesn't hurt, you know, so, yeah. All right, if you really want to get up on those charts, (laughs) would you be willing to do it? Would I be willing to compromise my my integrity? Um, Probably not. Okay. Yeah, I don't don't think so. I don't think that's something I would would want to do. I I would um, stay true to my morals as, as tight as I can. Okay. Yeah. I know. Even if they're offering you one point eight K K K K K. Hey, hey, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. All right. Uh, Let's... Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm just asking these because these are the questions. Yeah. I mean, people want to make it in the industry every day. Of There's course. somebody that wants to be an artist, but are you willing you to? Know. You know, go there sometimes where let's talk, it, listeners. It, you may have to give up, <laughs> you know, the S word for yeah. that fame. But but my thing is, man, sometimes I, I think about the streams and the big numbers, this and that. But um, one thing that keeps me grounded is is one time I went to a show. It wasn't even, I was actually just performing a song with Jashay as a feature. And uh, somebody comes up to me and he's like, hey, man, like, I recognize you. Um, you're Blue Rivers. That that's album you dropped, Soul Sun, that, that changed my life. I dropped it right during the pandemic and like shit was oh not allowed to swear on the radio am i and things things were rough um for everybody and i dropped that album and it was literally just about getting sun having fun with your friends that kind of stuff and um it was really important for uh for him and you know it was really important for me and that's just a moment that i think about that keeps me grounded kind of reminds me why I do this, why I got into this, because I want people to uh, to maybe think differently and, and, you know, enjoy, have fun, have a reminder of what's really important, you know, in our lives. 
Um, and if I can do that to one person, I'm happy. If I can do that to three people, 3,000 people, I'm, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Good. So it's you can still have your morals, your integrity, and your values yeah. and still hold a true yeah. to what you believe I, in your music. Yeah. I, 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 I don't think – I don't always think subject matter is about what makes you famous. I think it's just making good music. <laughs> you know, because like a lot of the people that talk about those sketchy subject matters, whatever, they're still making really good music, but it's just about a subject matter that I don't necessarily agree with. But like, I'm not saying it's bad, you know, and there are people that, um, you know, like my fav- my top five guys, they don't always talk about, you know, drugs and bad things. But even if they do, even if they don't, the music's still good, in my opinion. So Right, right, right. Okay. So... Um, and by the way, you said Jashay's your good friend, right? Mm-hmm. When is there going to be a project together? Together? <laughs> Great question. <laughs> I ask myself that every day. <laughs> Jashay, when are you guys going to collaborate? Let's go, buddy. <laughs> I'm shouting you out on the airwaves. So let's let's get it done. So when is it going to be done? This year? <laughs> can we do it this year or next hey, year? Hey, you know what? We'll start it this year. Maybe we can see if we put, put it out next year. You know, we'll <laughs> we'll right. see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what else do we got planned for in 20? 2024 musically what else are we opening up for anyone yeah so right now um that show at garrison um it's called target practice um we have that booked for february 9th um right now uh, me and the boys um at grg cult or garage culture whatever you like to call us um we're also working on hosting some of our own shows throughout the year um we had a really good kind of intro to that last year we hosted two events of our own um one was the blue can 2 release party um and the other one wasn't even a music event it was like a um it was an art gallery um through um like a subsidiary called Stalefish, um, and it was live installation. So it wasn't art on the wall. We had kind of like sculptures and like TV set up um, and kind of just experimenting with other mediums of art in spaces. Um, so, you know, we, we want to continue developing that um, and, you know, doing music and doing those kind of events as well. Um, in terms of dates, we don't have anything solidified yet, but it's definitely uh, somewhere we want to go. Okay. Uh, and, and experience that. Probably when the weather's nicer. All right. It's you don't want to do a winter show <laughs> now? We can go outside, get a marsh pit, set up the fire, and what do you call it? Have you be performing outside the, the cold? Uh, maybe. <laughs> Those but winter let's, shows? Let's, let's get it nice out You're first. You're Canadian. You look like you can brave the cold. <laughs> you should have seen us walking in here. We stopped at the corner and got inside of a store and like warmed up and then walked another two minutes and stopped and warmed up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what do you want to, what's your message in 2024? What do you want to tell other artists or other people in the music industry no matter what genre? Coming for you. <laughs> I don't know where you are. I don't know. No. Um, no, um honestly just continue being creative, continue being yourself, continue to push the boundaries of what you're comfortable with. Because that's where greatness comes from. Um, and it's, I, I, I do martial arts as well and, and, and things like that. And it's like you just, the part of what we train for is we train to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. You know, in, in the sense of, you know, um, for example, if we're training jujitsu, whatever it is, like this big sweaty guy is on top of me. It's like all I want to do is get him off. But like you got to do your techniques properly or else he's going to stay on there. So it's like right. you got to be able to calm your mind and still work through all of the hard stuff, you know, to get to where you want to go. And like that translates physically, translates mentally, translates throughout your 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 artistry as well. Um, and, you know, just be comfortable being uncomfortable. Right. Something right. Something cool will happen. 
Right. And if you do have writer's blog, you've mentioned it in your song, right? Mm -hmm. What do you want to encourage our artists that do have it still? I don't know what to write about. Mm -hmm. I mean, I feel like I've written it all before, talked about it all before. 2023 was a good year. We Mm -hmm. just got out of the vid, you know, now Mm -hmm. 2024. I don't know what to talk about. I felt like I dated everyone. (laughs) So there's two sides to that. So... Um, the side that I talk about in the song is writing on writer's block, time for a spliff and a walk around the block, right? So you can try to continue writing on writer's block. Something good may come out of it eventually. But also, it's okay to take a break and stop. Like for a while last year, there was a couple months where I wasn't writing anything. Um, the good news was that I had a bunch of stuff in the backlog, so I was still able to drop and be consistent. But outside of social media, outside of um, you know the persona of Blue Rivers that I'm putting out, there was a while there where I wasn't doing anything artistically. Um, and that's just as important because sometimes you need to go live a life for a little while and get experiences for you to write about. Right. <laughs> you know, it's it's tough to write about things when nothing's changed in your life. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes it's OK to put the pen down and go outside, see what's happening. Talk to people yeah, too, or exactly. start a podcast, you all, or what you do. <laughs> yeah. You can put it, put it away, start a podcast and talk to other people. You learn a lot from exactly. talking to other people. Exactly. Right? Everybody has their own experiences, um, their, their own their own lives. Um, and again, going back to martial arts, because I've been training since I was four years old, right? So just a lot of the way that I look through life is kind of through those those, those teachings. Long story short, um, my, my sensei was talking about you need to respect everybody because you don't know what kind of life experience somebody has. And it's like everybody starts off as a white belt. You know, you can be a triple black belt, whatever it is. But it's like if we brought Mike Tyson into this dojo right now and signed him up, he would be a white belt. But he knows a damn thing or two about throwing a punch. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, are, are we going to ignore him because he's a white belt? No, he has know. life experience. Listen to this guy. I don't know about giving him a white belt because he might be mad he's he not be... even a black belt. <laughs> and Mike Tyson, I think, does know martial arts as yeah, well, too. He, he knows a thing or two about throwing a punch, right? <laughs> so, you know, got to respect everybody and everyone's life experience. So go outside, talk to somebody if, if, if you're running out of things to write about. Mm-hmm. You know? But you're not running out of things to write about. <laughs> not right now. Okay. Yeah, right. So just go out there like you said and, you know, talk to people. Yeah, go live a life and then you'll have a lot of things to write about. Okay. All right. Did you want to throw out your social media platforms on the project again? Yeah, of course. So um, the most recent project that I just put out is called Peace Party. Um, you'll be able to find it everywhere um, you like to listen to music spotify apple music uh, soundcloud i'm gonna put it up on Bandcamp eventually um and then my social media my instagram is at it's just the internet only one t so some people go like it's just the and then like there's a t between just it, it's it's a long thing but one t okay it's just the internet one t um i'm also part of a collective um called garage culture we go grg cult for short so you can also uh look up grg cult um, we'll be there. Um, and then, yeah, that's pretty much my my main platform. I'm on TikTok as well, uh, Not Blue Rivers. Um, and then Twitter or X also under Not Blue Rivers. Yeah, that, that's where you can find me. But most importantly, 
check out Spotify, check out Apple Music, and we'll go from there. Yeah. All right. Is there a message you'd like to say from the album Peace Party to listeners that are listening? Because they may be wondering, how did you come up with Peace Party? But a message, what would you like to tell the listeners from Peace Party? Yeah, um, Peace Party's all about community. Um, so I, it kind of loops back to what I was saying earlier. You know, try to find people that you relate to, spend time with them and love them, build relationships. Because at the end of the day, it's all we have. We're social creatures. So try to go out there, find love, spread love. It'll come back to you tenfold. Okay. All right. I like that. Thanks. You're a cool guy. (laughs) (laughs) So are you. (laughs) All right. I thank you so much for coming to see me in the studio for the first First time, time. listeners. He's met me in person for the first time. I know a lot of listeners may not even believe it, saying, yeah, right. (laughs) But he's come here. He's going to come back. Are you going to come back? Yeah, sure. I'll love to. All right. You're a friend of the show. Oh, yes. I've never had anybody call me a friend of the show. You have been a friend for four years and you haven't come back unless I asked you. Well, I don't want to. (laughs) (laughs) But you're a friend and I thank you so much for coming. Okay. Thank you for thanking me. All right. For Met Radio 1280 AM, I am Donovan LaCroxy. I would love to thank Rapper. You can throw out your name again. Thank you so much for coming. Blue Rivers. Thank you. And thank you to the listeners for listening to this episode.